we get additional TSA agents to the Terminal 3 security area. There's been a pause in screening. We need additional agents. Was that, was that what happened? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh my god. It's like at a grocery store. It's like, get a price check on cat covered in shit. <laughs> That'd be a good cold open. I might use that. (laughs) Welcome back. Well, what happened, listeners? Happy 2021. I hope you had an amazing holiday season and you've had a really great beginning to your year so far. It's so good to be back with you. This episode was recorded back in 2020. It is hilarious. You are going to love it. However, it is very not safe for work. There is a lot of language. So if you are a youngster or you have kids in the room or, you know, grandparents or whatever, uh, this is definitely not the episode to listen to with them around. Uh, But like I said, it is very funny. So when you can listen to it on headphones, you will definitely love it. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everybody. I'm here on Allie's show, and she's not going to introduce me, so we're just going to start talking. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Um, No, no, no. So this is my friend Tess. Um, Hello. Hello. I'm super excited to have Tess on today because I think she's one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. And oh god, um, no pressure. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's smart and she's funny, and I haven't heard really anything about this story other than that it involves a cat, and I can only imagine that it'll be epic. <laughs> so. I've had a couple friends who I've told the story say you should really like put this together in like in like a solid five minutes and like go to an open mic like an improv and like see. <laughs> but my problem is I don't have a punchline for it. That's why it's a better podcast story because right. it just like most SNL skits it just sort of ends and everybody's like, <laughs> "What was that?" Um, it's just well, we're done now. <laughs> we have to sell you a Honda. So, <sighs> so here's the scene. Okay. Um, it Good. is the year of our American Christian Lord 2013, <laughs> and I was living in San Francisco at the time with the woman who is definitely now my ex-girlfriend. Okay. And she had two enormous pre-diabetic cats. <laughs> they look like sea otters that would pee on your pillow. <laughs> And okay, like how big? How big are we talking here? North of twenty pounds each. Oh my god! Right. So we were living in San Francisco before then. We had we met and we're living in D.C. and we like you know lived in separate houses and whatever. We were dating for a while and then we decided after the twenty after the twenty twelve election because we were both working in politics. We're like, politics sucks. This town sucks. Let's get out of here. And mm-hmm. we visited San Francisco on vacation. We're like, let's move there without knowing anybody. <laughs> So we moved there after the 2012 election and didn't like it. And I had a weird job that was not at all what I was promised it was going to be. And she Mm. had a just a truly bizarre experience of working for some hippies in an attic in Berkeley. And um, (laughs) 
after nine months, I quit my job and I'm like, I can't anymore. And I was doing like freelance web development and design stuff because I was like, this is, I can't. We decided to move back to DC. Okay. Um, we had, when we moved in together, we had moved in, in together into this apartment in San Francisco. We had never lived together in DC. So already like uh, things are bad. And, okay. you know, she had had these two cats from way before I ever knew her. Okay. And so like I, because I was then technically unemployed when we were getting ready to move, I was the one who like had to go to the vet to get them their airworthiness certifications or whatever the like, oh these cats are safe to airplane. Because I virgin needed it or whatever. <laughs> Airworthiness. I right. I mean, they're twenty pound, twenty pound fucking cats. So, yeah. right. The pilot needs to know this. So we. Yeah. Uh, so there's a whole like. I mean, there's a whole separate story about all the drama and the moving pods, and it was we had got one, and it wasn't enough, and a motorcycle blocked it, and then I had to go get a U-Haul to get the rest of our stuff and take the U-Haul full of shit over the San Mateo Bridge in the wind to then drop off more shit at another empty pod at the pod place. Don't ever oh, use no. moving pods. No, it was bad. It was like it was three of the worst weeks of my life was trying to move out of San Francisco. Oh no. Just in terms of, like, stress and bureaucracy and nonsense, right? It was just bad. Right. So yeah. we um, we finished the year lease in our apartment because it's a San Francisco apartment. And, like, we're losing money anyway, but we'd lose more money if we just broke our lease and left. So we stayed through the year. At the end of the year, on our last day, we checked out with our landlord at 4.30 a.m. Wow. Because okay. we had, like, a 7 or 8 a.m. flight. Okay. And at that point, the moving pot had come. So we were living out of like two suitcases, whatever the cats needed, and an inflatable mattress. So that morning, we got up at 3 a.m., packed everything into the suitcases, got mm-hmm. the cats into their case. The landlord woke up and came and like did the little walkthrough. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Here's your deposit check, probably. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Get out. <laughs> um, we'd, load seven, we'd load seven suitcases and the cats. And the cats are, at this point, in roller bag carriers, like their carry-on suitcase. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right, so we can just jam them under the seat, except that one of them is so fat when he sits down, he could barely fit. Oh no. <laughs> that, but that's later. That's, I'm... Okay. <laughs> that's later. Later in the story, okay. Yeah. Uh, and so we get all our shit into our, a rental car, because I had to get a rental car to like move out of the goddamn city mm-hmm. and do logistics of leaving. And so we drive the rental car to the airport at... 4 45 5 a.m whatever okay and drop the, at the san francisco airport the rental cars drop off in some location that's not near the airport like you have to get on a little like people mover monorail sort of thing to get from the rental car area into the terminal oh. so we, we, we drop the car and we're in the little monorail car and a bunch mm-hmm. of like tourists get on mm-hmm. and we look at each other and we both kind of at the same time said why does it smell like a nursing home in here Oh, no. And we didn't really think about it. We thought, because, like, the, the sort of wave of smell happened when all these other tourists got on at another stop of this tram, right? So it was like, why would this be a problem, right? This is... Yeah. Right? This is not uh-huh. us. It can't be. So we get into the counter. Remember, now, I have eight bags to check and a lot of carry-on, including cat carry-on. And so oh, I get to the dear. airline counter, and I'm just, like, desperate to leave this stupid, godforsaken, hilly city of nonsense. And I'm just like... <laughs> I have a credit card and eight bags. Take whatever you need from one to get the rest on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) 
okay it's like 300 dollars in baggage fees later okay great thank you for not fighting us on this i'm like just get it on the plane i want to leave yeah 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 so then we're it's up to we have our backpacks and our roller bags with the cats in them i have a cat she has a cat we get to the security line and the sfo this is the virgin Air america terminal at sfo which is a very nice terminal if you like yoga and waiting for a delayed flight mm. and uh, because it's now 5 a.m on like a tuesday or something like the, you know it's 10 or 12 lanes in the whole security area and we are in um only like three are open and we're in one of the three that's open. And the way when you travel with animals is that you have to pull them out of their carrying case and hold them while their carrying case goes through the freedom microwave. And you have to hold the animal <laughs> and walk through the metal detector. And then they wand you and they wand your animal and to like make sure you don't have any illicit dust on you or whatever the fuck they're scanning for. And then once the carrying case has gone through the freedom microwave and they have determined that it doesn't have any illicit substances in it then you can put the animal back in the carrying case and be on your merry way and go to pete's coffee and have anxiety diarrhea but <laughs> it's human anxiety diarrhea and that's important yeah. <laughs> so we are standing in line and it, the time comes when we need to take the cats out of the carrying case and so i took out the cat named hamilton who doesn't like to be held, but he can tolerate it for a few minutes. So oh, no. I did. I held him. My my now ex, then girlfriend at the time, took out the other cat, Stuart, who does not like to be held, does not like to be touched, has massive amounts of cat anxiety, hates everything and everybody, leave me alone. Oh, man. She reaches in to pull out Stu, and the entire inside of Stu's little <gasps> carrying case suitcase is caked in a peanut butter consistency of cat anxiety diarrhea. Oh, no. And so is most of Stuart. Oh, God. Because now he'd been rolling around in this. He had diarrhea on the tram an hour ago. Oh. And then he rolled around in it for a while, as one does when you're a cat in a suitcase. Oh, no. And so she reaches in and pulls him out. And oh, no. We get both of the little cat carrier rolling cases on the conveyor belt and they go into the freedom microwave and right as they disappear into the freedom microwave Stuart wriggles free from her grasp smears shit all over her shirt jumps down on the floor and runs as fast as a 20 pound cat can run to the far end of the security complex under five or six empty shut down lanes he ran under all the equipment and through the fences and then huddled terrified under an x-ray machine oh no during this process all security operations came to a stop because all the agents wanted to go chase the shit cat <laughs> including including the agent who was operating the freedom microwave that both the carrying cases were in <laughs> so now i'm standing holding a cat i haven't been wanted yet because the wanding agent is also chasing after the other cat uh-huh just sort of standing around at the edge of the conveyor belt while my then girlfriend at the time and the security people all try to run to go catch the shit cat and jump over the fences because like she can't get over all these fences because she's not a tsa agent they're like ma'am stand back and she's uh, like he's not gonna let you pick yeah pick him up this is i need to go i need to go get him and it was maybe five or six minutes of 
No, wait, where'd he go? Wait, where'd he go? There's a cat covered in shit running around underneath <laughs> all of the security equipment here at the Virgin Terminal, and we cannot catch him, and the whole security system ground to a stop. <laughs> <sighs> Eventually, and she was also, my then girlfriend at the time, was yelling and screaming at me to help, and I'm like, I can't help, because I'm holding the cat, and the suitcases that carry the cats are in the Freedom Microwave, and the officer who's operating that has also left his post so no i cannot help you Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that was a point of discussion later when we went got to pete's coffee was why didn't you help me well oh my god because this relationship isn't working ultimately but i didn't say that out loud so (sighs) (sighs) she eventually gets the cat wrangles the cat grabs the cat and brings the cat back and then they have to swab the cat Oh, dear God. <laughs> uh-huh. To make sure... Uh-huh. Because... To make sure the cat's not covered in drugs. Well, to make sure that this brown matter smeared all over him is not any sort of explosives or drugs. Yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's olfactory explosive, but it's not like... <laughs> Wouldn't bring down a plane other than we need to ground this flight and clean the whole thing. So, uh-huh. <laughs> like that time, I got here's a link for the show notes. There's a story about the one time that a guy took a shit so bad on a 747 that they had to turn around and land. <laughs> it's like one of I read it every year. It's very good. <laughs> and <laughs> we get it'll be great. Well, yeah. So what, at this point, we get the cat. She, they swab the cat. They put, but then we can't like we have to like put all our stuff together. I have to put my belt back on, right? Like, cause and my shoes back on and everything. It's like we have to put the cats back in the carrier. So we had to put the shit cat back into the shit carrier. Uh huh. And get all our shit organized. And then we discovered that just past security in that terminal, there is a family restroom for. You know, like if you're traveling with a little kid or with right. an elderly person, you need some like large room of privacy. And yes. so we went in there and shut the door and spent probably half an hour wiping down the cat, wiping down the carrying case. And we oh. had packed, when the cases, we had packed like some sort of wipes, like, ba- I don't know if it was baby wipes or like specific, specifically animal wipes or whatever. Uh-huh. But we had, we had wipes and we used every single fucking one of them in order to get the cat and the carrying case clean. And mind you, this is a cat that does not like to be touched. And oh. it is covered in shit. Oh. And we have an hour to go until our flight starts boarding. Because I was obsessive about we need to be at the goddamn airport early because something will go wrong with the cats. Well, yeah. something went wrong with the cats. And here we are in the family <laughs> restroom for 20 minutes using all of our wipes to clean the shit out of the cat in the cat carrier. <sighs> so, <laughs> I... When we left the family restroom, there was a woman and, like, an older woman she was caring for, like, waiting impatiently. Like, what were you doing in there? Yeah. And it's just the two of us emerged and we're like, hi, we're, you know, these two 30-year-olds. <laughs> Hello, we have our cats. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Please enjoy changing grandma, but don't open your nose. Oh, no. Did you say anything to them? Like... Like, have a good flight. Or do, oh, okay. <laughs> You're just like, all right, bye. Thank you. Goodbye. 
yeah, no, what, I mean, what do you say? What do you what do you say to the sorry that you are not feeling well and need to use the restroom, Grandma? But we see we had this cat incident, right? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, and then we get you know to Pete's coffee and get some coffee, and it's a whole thing. And she's mad at me because I didn't come help chase after the cat. Oh no. And we get on the flight, and the cats barely fucking fit under the seats in their little, you know, cat carrier rolling suitcases. Uh You know, they have the little mesh windows they can look out. It's very nice. It's all padded, which also, (laughs) remember, it's padded, so it's even harder to wipe. Oh, dear lord. Has the padding absorbed some of the the No, it was like a good, um, it was a fairly stain resist. Like, it was easy enough to wipe, but not in the crevices and the seams. Okay, good. Also, there was so much of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, for every wipe, you do, like, 60% cleaning and 40% smearing. Oh, Gross. Yeah. Ugh. So, <laughs> we... Uh, yeah, we got coffee, and we got on the flight, and we stuffed the cats into the thing, and we didn't really speak much on the flight, because she was so mad, because I'm like, I can't... I don't know what to tell you, like... Yeah. These are your cats. These have never been my cats. These are always your cats. They're your disaster. So we land at um, National Airport in D.C. Well, technically it's in Virginia. It's in Arlington or Alexandria. I think it's Alexandria. And we land, and uh, the first place that we go is the Petco store immediately (gasps) right near the airport because we were going to a new apartment, Uh and we needed to get some of the things we left behind in San Francisco and had thrown out on our way out of the dumpster getting into the rental car was yep. uh, the leftover litter and box and cat supplies that we just did not have physical room for and would want to carry with us on a, on a in suitcases. So we oh, just... Oh, good lord. <laughs> yeah, so we land, we immediately go to Petco, and then we drove into, got the necess- like baseline cat supplies. Uh-huh. And then we drove into D.C. and went to our apartment, which... Here's a sign of how a relationship is going. When you have been living together, the two of you, and you decide what will help this relationship when we move back to the city we like is to add a third roommate who is her best friend and former co-worker. Oh, good. That's, yeah, good. As a buffer. Yeah. Oh. And she had just broken up with her long-term boyfriend of many years and needed a nice, happy place to live. And so we said, hey, let's the three of us get an apartment in a very expensive neighborhood in a very small box and add cats. Oh, good. (laughs) That sounds like a great idea. That lasted five months. Oh, no. (laughs) And then we broke. Oh, no. So we get the, the best part of this is we get the supplies from petco yeah and we drive into dc and we get all into the apartment we her friend had already was already there and moving because she was just moving you know like one neighborhood over in dc uh-huh and she was already there in the apartment she'd taken possession and she was moving her stuff in and we show up with this with a with a new rental car for, that we mm-hmm. got in dc and we show up at the cats and the cats boys and we unbox the cats and they roam around <laughs> and Within half an hour, the other cat, not, oh. the, not the shit cat, the other cat decided to pee all over the floor right outside the box. Welcome oh. to Washington. Oh, no. When this one was Hamilton. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then, several months later, we broke up. And right as we were in the process of breaking up, 
the woman who's now my ex had to go out of town for a week on a work trip. And so it's just me and her friend as the roommates in the house. And we went to go get Mexican food nearby to just like hang out and talk about. So what are we doing? And we both at the same time said, let's us keep being roommates because we both like each other better than my ex who is now moving out. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> we're going to be like, how are we going to? So then we spent the rest of the Mexican dinner strategizing, like, how are we going to break this to her when she gets back from her work trip? Oh, my God. She gets back from her work trip and she's like, so I went on a vision quest with some. She worked for some hippie organization doing oh. some bullshit granola do-goodery. And... <laughs> Um, they, I don't know if what they did on that, their week long staff retreat in the woods of Maine, but she came back and she's like, I really need to go find myself. So I'm going to move out. And we're like, sweet. Okay. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> then it took her three weeks to move out. And guess mm. what is the last thing that she took with her? The, oh no. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh no. <laughs> so the last time I saw the cats was loading them back into these carrier cases and walking them downstairs and putting them in the back of a car to go and saying, "Get the fuck out, see ya." Oh no. <laughs> Goodbye, cats. So so you and the cats never bonded. You never found an accord. <laughs> no. No. Oh no. And do do you know, like, I'm curious about what happened to them. Like, did, you know, are they okay? Are they still, are they still well, the, catting well, the, around? The woman who is now my ex blocked me on all social media. Oh, no. So, uh, you know what? I thought, new <laughs> private window. Twitter.com slash... Who's now my ex. This is exciting. Oh, wait, no, she still has... Oh, fuck me. Oh, no. There's Uh-oh. a photo of her with the shit cat. There's a <gasps> selfie from Zoom as of uh, last week. Shit, shit cat is still shit alive. Shit cat is still alive in her sad little apartment with Yay. my lamp that she took. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, good. All right, so that's... <laughs> One out of two. And I'm surprised these cats are still alive because remember, this was 2013 and these cats were pre-diabetic and the uh. vet was very concerned. Getting, they're like, these are airworthy cats, but they need to lose weight. <laughs> does does shit cat appear to be as big as he was in the past or? Oh, here's another photo of the other one. Oh my God. This is from July 4th. Oh my God. Uh... This animal is 10% head and 90% chonk. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're still catting. <laughs> so if we were going to put this on the, like, the scale of um, cat chunkiness, um, is this is this, like, big chonk or... On the scale of cat chunkiness... The, uh-huh. These cats are the amazing race contestants who get eliminated in the first episode because they're the overweight pizza chefs from New Jersey and they just cannot run up that one hill in Buenos Aires. <laughs> <laughs> they only they they don't they don't they only see Phil once and then they're out. Oh no. <laughs> well, I suppose this was a happy story or a happy ending then because you know the cats are still kicking it 
And, you know, I'm trying to think in this move out, this move out timeline was very messed up. And I was so happy that there was, they were all leaving. I'm fairly certain that the cats were still living in our apartment after she had moved out. I know they were because they were still there when I then went on the first date with the woman who is now my wife. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would have happened fast. <laughs> so that, yeah, I was going to say that's a quick turnaround time. <laughs> uh, well, the woman who's now my wife is somebody who I'd had a crush on for five years anyway. Oh, my gosh. We get drunk at a party. So, uh, I want to I hear that story, too. <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> if it wasn't a week, be, if it wasn't within the week before the cats left, it was definitely within the week after the cats left. Like, there's the, the margin of error on cats getting in the car to go and fucking off forever and uh-huh. me going on a first date with the woman who's not my wife they're very oh, close wow. together that's nuts <laughs> oh so then we invited um the third roommate woman we invited her we were still friends for a long time for you know years after and we'd text each other stupid shit and yeah i was gonna yeah mostly yeah, mostly memes and stuff just like or i'd send her weird behind the scenes photos of stupid shit that would make her laugh from stuff that happened at work at my work and uh-huh. Then we sent her and her boyfriend an invite to our wedding. We're like, hi, we're still friends. This would be cool. And uh-huh. she sent me an email. She never RSVP'd. She sent me an email like a week, literally a week before our wedding. That's like, I don't think we can be friends anymore because I'm still friends with your ex. And she doesn't like it that we're friends. And I was friends Aww. and coworkers with her first. So bye. <laughs> okay, that's... I'm sure. sorry. <laughs> but did she stick to that or? No, yeah, she stuck to that. Like, Aww. And she she was never really on social media that much anyway, so like, it's hard to find her. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, oh, but well. like, this is why I don't particularly care for cats. Mm. <laughs> I know many people do, and that's mm-hmm. great. Including a lot of people I work with now. There's a lot of cat conversations on our daily WebEx stand-up calls, but, like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Pass. I think I think it's, in, yeah, when people have to grab their cats to um, show them off on the Zoom calls. I'm always oh, kind like, of like, okay, look, it's a cat. Wow. Congratulations, you had $40 and you found where the Petco is. <laughs> good for you for keeping them alive i'm happy for you (laughs) no i do think this story would be a good stand-up routine um but it doesn't really have an ending it's like that's true we cleaned the shit out we got on the plane they didn't they barely fit we landed we broke up the end like it's not yeah, that's true. It right, it doesn't have a it doesn't have a nice like round punch like we get off the plane and then as we're leaving the terminal at National Airport, we see another couple emerging from that family restroom with a cat carrier and they're arguing with each other like it's there's no Yeah. I mean, but you could make one up. Like I <laughs> see I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's just. The... And then you ran into Taylor Swift, and she, and, <laughs> and she was she like, was like, "Bless your here, cats." And here, have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Tess, do you want to plug anything or? <laughs> uh, please watch the news as our cont- country continues to devolve into chaos. Very good. Oh, um, yes. Pay for your news. Subscribe to news outlets that both confirm your bias and also challenge your thinking. Because journalism needs all the support it can get, and that includes paper subscriptions and cable subscriptions. Please do not pirate cable news if it is an important vector of how you are informed. Well put. (laughs) That is very well said. (laughs) Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we love you, Robbie. I mean, yeah, I can't think of a I can't think of a more important period in our lives to reflect how important journalism is and good journalism and, you know, really, you know, hard hitting investigative journalism, especially. Yeah, it's it's here's the thing. Good journalism often is expensive. Yes. It takes time to have a staff to do the actual work. Yes. I mean, like, look at David Fahrenheit. Like, he can't do that as an independent blogger. Like, he needs mm-hmm. the resources of the Washington Post to go keep his yellow notepads of all the places that Trump didn't donate to. Yep. Yep. Or somebody like Daniel Dale at CNN, who is just this font of perfect memory recall of every one of the thousands of lies. Yeah. Which all, I think, exist in some, you know, Excel spreadsheet sort of thing bullshit.xls yeah we need something funny to end this insanity on yeah (laughs) poor journalism don't get a cat (laughs) that's not there's not a semicolon those are two separate sentences (laughs) (laughs) it it would it would be funnier if (laughs) getting a cat somehow (laughs) <laughs> prevented you from supporting journalism Whew. get a cat and cancel your Washington Post subscription <laughs> you don't need to read Tom Seats in this chat you have a cat to clean up after you don't have time <laughs> well you're funny I'm I try <laughs> I'm excited to listen to this back again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fucking editing. <laughs> no, it'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> Whew. All right. Thank you so much for doing this. <laughs> Thank you once again to my amazing friend Tess, and as always, thank you to the Cool Ranch. The podcast art is by Jess, the music is mixed by Sam, editing and technical support done by my husband Jason. Happy 2021, and continue to wear a mask out there. <laughs>